You're listening to WBEZ. Next week's federal corruption trial of former Chicago alderman Ed Burke will pull back the curtain on Chicago-style scratch-my-back politics. Burke is accused of using his position as an alderman and chair of the powerful finance committee to strong-arm developers into hiring his private law firm. WBEZ's Mariah Wolfel has more on how Burke accumulated immense power and how it paved the way for his trial. To start to explain Burke's power, I want to take you back to a couple years ago when a group of City Hall insiders were called to clean out a storage facility in Burke's southwest side ward that he oversaw for 54 years. It was three rooms that were just wall-to-wall boxes. Ann Emerson was the new chief of staff for the Finance Committee at the time, after Burke stepped down on the heels of his corruption indictment. She was asked to take an inventory of the boxes and move them out because the city was selling the building. There were there were a few boxes that got opened that had actual mouse nests in them. They also included documents of the city's $100 million a year workers' compensation program, which the Finance Committee controlled under Burke, and mounds of policy research Burke championed over the years including efforts to curb tobacco use, a passion of his after his dad died of lung cancer. To Emerson, the boxes made her aware of how much power one person could hold. It's a very real opportunity to impact um, just about everything that walks through the council. It's definitely a library of sorts. Burke's unilateral control over the Finance Committee for decades was one of his many power tools. Alderman Scott Wagaspak, who replaced Burke as finance chair, says his longevity allowed Burke to build up funds he could trade for loyalty. An alderman would go and say, look, we can't get additional staff from the city. We're set at three, but I have it. I have work that I need to do um, to get done. So you could go to him and he would basically fund a staffer for you. And it wasn't everybody. You know, it could have been maybe 10 to 15 people at one given time. But Burke's reach went far beyond his position as finance chair. Many judges owe their careers to Burke because he was responsible for choosing which candidates got the powerful support of the Cook County Democratic Party. And perhaps most of all, Burke amassed allies in a slew of city departments who ensured that what he wanted done got done. Take one alleged scheme in the indictment. Prosecutors accuse Burke of calling on a city employee to deny a driveway permit to a Burger King until the owners agreed to hire his private tax appeal firm on the side. Why is it that that building department employee felt an allegiance to play out the bidding of Burke and his um, ward employees rather than doing the right thing? Former Mayor Lori Lightfoot contends it's because Burke had scores of friends who he helped get hired working on his behalf through City Hall. I think most city employees come to work every day and do their job with integrity. But there are some who are products of that machine who have that still baked into their DNA, where they feel like they've got a genuflect when an alderman calls and they don't have the courage to say no. Through an executive order on her first day in office, Lightfoot tried to curb that culture of deference. She changed how some permits get approved. But good government advocates like Inspector General Deborah Witzberg say there are many more steps the city should take. How it is that we've gotten to this place where the Chicago way is a proper noun and 
not in a flattering way, has to do with the accountability landscape for members of city council. Whitsburg says aldermen are not subject to rigorous personnel codes other employees are. And the existing city ethics code that does apply to aldermen, even that is under-enforced, something she's trying to change. Still, she has an optimistic outlook on corruption in a city that has seen roughly three dozen of its current or former council officials convicted of a crime. It took us a long time to get to this place with distrust and corruption and misconduct. It's going to take us a long time to get out of it. But I think that the arc is bending in the right direction. Burke's trial is one of several other big public corruption trials in Chicago's federal courthouse this year alone. Burke's starts on Monday. Mariah Wolfel, WBEZ News. For more trial coverage, you can go to WBEZ.org and ChicagoSunTimes.com. This is WBEZ.